Do you find you have difficult clients dragging you down? Do you often wonder, should I continue to do this? Are you struggling with negative thoughts or a negative professional image? If you're like me, you've experienced at least one of these thoughts throughout your career. Today, I'm going to talk about the importance of recognizing our thoughts and understanding their influence over us and the medicine we practice. So stay tuned, OTRs, for a special episode. So the real challenge is, how do veterinarians like us, who don't have the time, resources, or financial backing of a multi-million dollar company, who are faced with irregular work schedules, on-calls, and emergencies, how can we facilitate our own personal and professional growth so we can continue to offer superior service to our clients while still remaining competitive in today's market? That is the challenge, and this podcast will provide you the roadmap to its solution. I'm your host, Dr. Eric, and welcome to Operators to Owners. The first factor requires that a person separates their conditions and their thoughts from each other. The conditions around us are rarely of our making. The cow that's been down for a week, the cat that's had abscess for weeks but now needs to be looked at, or the client who doesn't understand why they need a VFD or a script and your permission to treat their animal. None of these conditions or problems were caused by you, but they all resulted in a disturbance in your day and potentially a disturbance in your mental state. Controlling our mental reaction and centering on the positive aspects of a condition will help you avoid manifesting negative thoughts. And in turn, this will help you avoid the second major factor that affects thought. And the second major factor that affects thought is our affinity towards actions or situations that reinforce our current thoughts. Let's take our first example from above and show you how this can snowball into actions that could reinforce your negative mindset. Say your down cow has an owner who you already perceive as a person who discounts your skill. And you add this to the fact that you believe they're inconveniencing you, and this leads you to have a very negative perception of the entire situation, even prior to interacting with the patient and client. When you challenge the client about why they haven't called sooner, they remark, well, Dr. So-and-so never had any problems treating these cows and getting them up. So immediately your brain, who started with negative thoughts prior to this complete interaction, switches to... He doesn't value your opinion. Why should you go beyond your current recommendation? Let's get out of here and get on to the next thing of the day. It's an all too easy solution in this situation. When in reality, you were presented with a poor situation from the beginning. Had you recognized this, addressed your negative thoughts, and entered the situation knowing it would probably end poorly for the animal, but you were going to positively educate the client as much as you could, and you could have built up this rapport with the client using that education rather than just creating another block to your future interactions with that client and your future progression together. Before we begin today, I want you to pause this podcast and go to otovets.com forward slash thought and download a free copy of As a Man Thinketh. 
Much of the discussion today that I will have with you will be about the effect of thoughts on our actions. And this concept was kind of pioneered in this book, As a Man Thinketh, by the author James Allen. And again, I'd invite you to go get the free copy, free, F-R-E-E, on my website, otovets.com forward slash thought. Now, this episode is going to be about how our thoughts translate to our attitude, which affects the medicine we practice as well as the life that we actually lead. It's for this reason I want to introduce all of you OTRs to the book As a Man Thinketh. Now, while this book is dated and uses nomenclature such as man rather than person, it still has some great lessons about identifying the effects of our thoughts on our external actions. James Allen's As a Man Thinketh is based around the concept that, quote-unquote, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Allen's philosophy is that our current thoughts have an impact on the actions we take in every condition or circumstance of our lives. His belief in this hypothesis was so strong that in the first paragraph of his book, he states, A person is literally what he thinks. His character being the sum of his thoughts. It's a pretty strong statement, especially today in a world where many people seek to blame circumstance, other individuals, or the environment that they live in, rather than looking inwardly at themselves and their thoughts. Alan goes on to say that man man is made or unmade by himself. And that's to say that in our minds, we can make the weapons that destroy ourselves or the tools that build ourselves back up, all through the power of thought. Now, all of this, the building up or destruction of ourselves, can be accomplished through the right application of thought every single day. We hold the key to every situation that we could be presented with. By becoming the master of our thoughts, the molder of our character, we become the architect of our condition, our environment, and ultimately our personal and professional development. So, how does our thought affect who we are, how we act, and the quality of medicine that we practice? Picture this example. It's an early morning. You have early herd check and you woke up late. Your child is up early as well, and your spouse still has to get ready for their job too. You begin to get yourself and your child ready for the day while your spouse starts to jumpstart theirs. Suddenly you notice that you need to leave in five minutes. You let your spouse know that you need to do this, and they remark, another early morning, huh? Now this unobtrusive remark makes you feel guilty for having to leave but also puts you on the defensive about having to go to work. You give a short yes reply, thinking how it's always your fault for having to go to work early. You get to your first herd check and get to pounding out those prank checks. You're short with your conversation because you feel hurt and defensive from the interaction you had with your spouse before you even step foot on this farm. Maybe you even rush to get the entire herd program done and just move on to the next one. You're blind to the opportunity your client has placed in front of you for additional consulting, 
and you turn them off to asking you again in the future simply because of the attitude you brought that morning. So a negative mental image and attitude has now cost you the opportunity for future development and consulting with this client. All because of a single, unrelated, perceived slight and its effect on your thoughts going forward. The more we investigate our thoughts, the more we'll find that our outer conditions, for example, our environment and circumstances, are linked with our current inner thoughts. James Allen uses the analogy of the mind as a garden in his book. No matter what, something will grow in our minds regardless of positivity or negativity. What we must do is put in useful or positive seeds and cultivate out the negative seeds of thought so we can collect an abundance of positive thoughts, actions, and circumstances later. When we consider the topic of negative thoughts or actions, do not confuse them as overall indicators of your individual character, but instead as the manifestation of only your current thought patterns. In order to control our current thoughts, we must understand how our thoughts are determined. And there are three major factors that affect our brain's current thoughts. And James Allen kind of described these throughout the book. I've compiled them into these three major factors. And they are, number one, our ability to separate outside conditions and their impact on our thoughts. Number two, our affinity for actions or situations that reinforce reinforce our current thoughts. And number three, our mental attraction towards conditions that reinforce who we are now versus who we want to be. These three factors are inexorably linked. That is to say that each feeds into the other. So simply controlling one will not yield a desired result. You as a person must control each in turn to control your thoughts overall. Using positive thoughts to build up positive actions can also help you push forward towards who you want to be. As we discussed, the third factor that determines how we think is our mental attraction to who we are now versus who we want to be. So rather than being a scared, young, or seasoned even practicing veterinarian who is self-defensive and judging a client, such as this example, we need to approach the situation as the person we want to be. We need to set up positive mental thoughts, create positive external actions that reinforce these thoughts, and finish by developing professionally from who you currently are to who you want to be. For example, triage this scenario. Provide the best treatment solution possible for this animal. Then approach the owner about creating a program to avoid this problem in the future. If you don't want to be an ambulatory vet who spends the entire day putting out fires, you need to approach situations such as this with this mentality. Create a positive out of every single case. Build your professional plan as a consultant and change the medicine you practice from the ambulatory putting out fires veterinarian to the educated consulting veterinarian. Change how you are viewed in the eyes of your client. If that's who you want to be, you need to change your thought, then your action before you can change who you are. Leverage your positive mental attitude. 
Leverage your positive actions to become who you want to be rather than who you are. Now, this example is a story that I've lived. I have experienced renaissances like this with my clients when I learned to control my own thoughts. I know firsthand that a poor attitude can make any situation exponentially worse than how it started. One of the best quotes that helped me change my mentality in these negative situations was this. In a shitty situation, you're probably the only one guaranteed to make money. So you better show up with a smile. I would argue that this should go one step further and that you should show up with a smile and a positive mental attitude. Because, as James Allen says in As a Man Thinketh, men imagine that thought can be kept secret, but it cannot. It rapidly crystallizes in the habit and habit solidifies in the circumstance. While we cannot control the circumstances or problems we are dealt, we can control our thoughts and thus reshape these circumstances. Thanks for joining me today, OTRs, and carry on. Don't forget to get your free copy of As a Man Thinketh at otovets.com forward slash thought. If you like this content, please sign up for our Facebook group at otovets.com forward slash Facebook dash group. I'd like to thank you personally for joining me today. And if you enjoyed this content, please like and share it on other social media sources and leave me a comment below so I know what you guys think and give me some ideas if you have an idea for an episode you'd like to see in the future. Thanks again, OTRs.